Joining me now for Lockdown Gators, like he does every Saturday, except last Saturday, he didn't join me. It was just him. So thank you, Tyler, for for manning the show last Saturday. But it's Tyler Fornis. And we got Vandy this week. Vandy, of course, coming off a big win last week over Kentucky, a ranked win, which I know neither of us are high on Kentucky, but it, it's a ranked win. So, so you got to give them credit for that. But the spread right now, early on, Florida minus fourteen over Vanderbilt on Bet Online. How do you feel about it, Tyler? Listen, smash Florida. Um, I I like Vanderbilt. I think their program is going in a nice direction. Obviously, they are, I believe, two games away from becoming bowl eligible at four and six. They slaughtered Hawaii early in the year, and they've they've had some decent performances. But I think the way that this Florida team is trending, and when you look at this Florida team, it's a it's very interesting. They're six and four, but their four losses are to Kentucky when they were playing at their best, Tennessee, who is the number five team in the country, LSU, who's the number six team in the country, and the top team in the country, Georgia. They're play- they have lost to good football teams, and they were they almost beat Tennessee. They were very competitive against LSU. And they had major flashes against Georgia before Georgia was able to put them away after only leading by eight. They covered against Tennessee and Georgia. And I think that's also important to note. This team has really turned it around after the really nice win against a very good Utah team who beat USC at home. They have a chance to beat Oregon on the road. They were competitive against a good UCLA team. Anthony Richardson struggled early on, zero touchdowns, uh, passing four interceptions his first three games. Since then, 11 passing touchdowns, three picks. People got so entrenched with their Anthony Richardson early opinions. I don't think there's we've seen a lot of growth coming around as far as where he's at currently because where I think he's at currently, I think if he gets drafted, he's a top 15 pick because the tool set is absolutely absurd. He's showing growth, and especially – with how he's throwing the football, because there are some pitchers in Major League Baseball, Araldis Chapman is one of them. All he does is throw heaters and 90-mile-an-hour sliders. That's it. There's no change-up. There's no Johan Santana, hey, I'm going to throw a 97-mile-an-hour fastball and a 70-mile-an-hour change-up, and you're like, what in the world just happened? Richardson is starting to figure that out, and he's starting to show, one, some consistency, and two, he has the ability. He is all traits, still figuring out how to use him. He's not a 10-year-old with a Porsche, any, Porsche anymore. He's a 14-year-old. So there's there, you're seeing some growth. And because you're seeing growth, the offense has been able to be more dynamic and explosive. Some of the throws to Pearsall in that South Carolina game were tremendous. And obviously, Justin Shorter has been awesome at the exposition. You see all this growth and you see all this development from him. And the Gators' offense has been improving slowly over time. Their SP Plus is 21st-ranked offense. They're tremendous running the football. Trevor Etienne looks like a bona fide star. And oddly enough, he's basically a clone of his brother, Travis, who got picked in the first round two years ago. I love where this Florida team is trending. They still have issues. Defensive line has not been able to perform up to par. Amari Bernie's finally having a breakout season, and it's too bad he's 34. Like... (laughs) They forced three turnovers against South Carolina. Uh, Desmond Watson with the play of the year, just taking the ball out of his hands and rumbling down the field. Just fun stuff. I love thick boys doing non-thick boy things. I like this Florida team to continue to grow. The matchup next week against Florida State, we are going to have to spend some time on, Brandon. 
it is going to be fun. It is going to be competitive, and I'm very excited. But I think you have to take Florida minus 14 and feel pretty good about it. One thing you mentioned to me earlier, it's about going to be about a 30-degree kickoff, which means you're going to see a lot of running the football. You're going to see some loaded boxes. I also think play action could really come into effect because when you have really cold temperatures, speed kind of slows down, but it slows down for both sides. And I don't think it'll be as big of an issue. I think Florida runs away with this. Like, like I wouldn't be surprised if they put up a 50 burger on Vandy. Vandy's defense is just not good. And this Florida offense continues to show improvement. They put up 41 against Texas A&M. They put up 38 against South Carolina. I think they can put up 50 here against Vandy and win comfortably. Yeah. Um, I, I know that we didn't get to do this last week. So I will tell you last week against South Carolina, I took an alt. I went Florida minus 18 and a half. I'll probably do the same thing. I'll probably do the same thing this week. Um, I'm trying to make some money here. So that's, that's the goal here. And I, I feel like we could just gloss over this, but I feel like we have to talk about it just in case people haven't been here before. Florida money line minus 600. Tyler, what do you do with a minus 600 money line? You don't touch it. Like you have to spend $600 to win a hundred. Like, even with a sure thing in college football, there is no sure thing. And you have to be prepared for the fact that Vandy is fired up after winning at Kentucky and comes here ready to play. I I wouldn't touch the money line at all. It's it's not worth risking that kind of money. Yeah. Uh, and the over-under for this game, a flat 57, which I, I feel like, like we're going to say over considering we're like, Hey, Florida might drop 50 themselves unless they're going for another, uh, what, is, what would it be? 10 quarters in a row without allowing a point. Probably going to see something. Yeah. I listen, I am a fan of the over here. Look, Vandy's offense is pretty decent. Like you take a look at, at some of the games, their first four weeks, 63, 42, 25, 38, they put up 28 against Ole Miss. Uh, they put up 27 against South Carolina, 24 against a very good Kentucky defense. This team has the ability to score points. Don't be shocked. If, like You might want to take an alt line of like 70 if you can get it and get like some kind of like plus 250 odds because I think this team can take the ball down the field and score against this Florida defense that, look, they've shown improvement. They have more cohesiveness, especially since the departure of, of Brenton Cox Jr., regardless of talent, I think that's a big deal that they, that they seem to be playing more together and they're playing a little bit more cohesive, communicating on the back end better. I like this Florida defense to hold them, but at the same time, Florida puts up 50. All Vandy's had to do is put up eight. And I think that's easily plausible with how inconsistent, even so that this defense has been take the over, feel good about it. But if there's any kind of weather outside of temperature at kickoff, Watch it. If it's like 10, 15 mile an hour winds, you might want to consider the under because that's going to have even more of a hindrance on the players, not just from a skill standpoint, but from a stamina standpoint, because they're going to have to use so much of their energy just to stay warm. I don't know if there are heaters under the field. I believe there are because uh, Tennessee, the Titans, when they first moved to Tennessee, had to use the field until Nissan Stadium was built. So there should be heaters underneath, but you just don't know with college stadiums. I would still take the over, but watch for the weather early on Saturday morning. 
Today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. It's the easiest place to spice up the college football season. It's easy to play and win cold, hard cash in a single game. I didn't make money last weekend because you guys know I do one bet per week with Underdog. And um, I took Anthony Richardson, Montreal Johnson, and Spencer Rattler rushing yards because you have to take people from different teams. You can't just do three people from the same team. Otherwise, I do Anthony Richardson, Montreal Johnson, Trevor Etienne. Um, Spencer Rattler didn't didn't run the ball. But this week, Anthony Richardson, Montreal Johnson, and Mike Wright will not let me down. I am going to take the higher rushing number for all of them, and I'm going to win. promise you. I don't promise you, but I, I'm going to win. I'm speaking it into existence. Underdog, fantastic platform. I love their share. I just love the aste- the aesthetically pleasing like share screen they have. It's dope. Sign up with the promo code locked on, and the underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. You deposit $100, and you get another $100 free. Yeah, and now moving on to the second half, we have Anthony Richardson props available this week. They were not last week. Um, this week, though. Anthony Richardson, passing yards, 185 and a half is the line. How do you feel about it? I don't feel great about it because we talked about the weather, Brandon. One of the things with weather when it's colder, a lot of times it's harder to pass. And because of how dynamic this rushing offense has been, I think play action is going to be the big thing. And you mentioned it uh, pre-show, and I'll kind of talk about it here. Two play action deep shots gets you about half of that. And I think that can really make a, a big deal. They love those crossers to Pearsall where they get about 15, 20 average air yards. And then he's able to usually get some. They love deep shots to Justin Shorter. Um, and Xavier Henderson's been getting a lot more screens as of recently that, that I've seen. Look, it's a decently sized number, especially considering the production of Richardson. But I would lean under if there's any kind of wind. If there's not, like you could go either way with this. Um, I don't necessarily feel the most comfortable. And the thing with props, sometimes you can really see inherent value and it's like, whoa, that is an easy over or under. But this one, it feels pretty dialed in and I'm not the most comfortable either side. But if they do some deep shots and they hit on two of them, that's pretty much half your passing yards right there. So that would be my advice when considering this. If you think that they're going to get the, hit those deep shots, then you take the over. Yeah, um, that, that's the scary part because you even mentioned the crossers to Ricky Pearsall. Vanderbilt has been getting gashed specifically by slot receivers, and it's like Ricky Pearsall is going to be lined up there. He he is damn good. So so we'll see. It's just a couple plays, and also I feel terrified about take. Like I want to take the under for passing yards, but I also feel terrified of taking that because you know Florida likes running their wide receiver screens you're one missed tackle or a broken tackle away from that becoming a huge play mm-hmm. and eating that up. So that's where I am with it. But rushing yards, we've talked about Anthony Richardson rushing yards so frequently. And I feel like every week we're kind of looking at it like that's one play where 60 and a half where he's, I mean, against Texas A&M a couple weeks ago, he had a 61 yard rushing touchdown. Like that's, that's the over right there. So 60 yeah. and a half for this game in a game where we're anticipating running the football a lot. How do you feel about it, Tyler? So this is an interesting one. When you take a look at Anthony Richardson's stats as far as rushing the football, okay, you take a, you take a look at some of these game logs, and it's, it's startling how many rushing yards he's had in some of these. 96, 78, 109, 62, 106. Four game, for half the games, 
he's over. But he only had 19 against Georgia. He had 45 against Eastern Washington, which was only one rush. And then Missouri, he had four against Kentucky, 24 against South Florida. Like, I like the idea of the over here. Um, I will say some of the explosiveness um, elements with what the Vanderbilt defense is allowing, it leans a lot more on the passing side of the football. Overall, they're relatively good as far as efficiency um, in the running game. So I could see passing becoming more of a factor as far as generating explosive plays. So in that sense, I think you're going to have to rely a little bit on Richardson getting chunks. Like last week, Josh Allen had six carries for 84 yards. Nothing was explosive, but he's getting 15 to 20 yards a pop. And I think that's what you're going to have to rely on with Richardson to get to that 60-yard threshold. I would still take the over, but I don't think it's going to be as certain feeling as you're looking at with some of these other games that he's had. Yeah, and now the last prop that we have, passing touchdowns, one and a half, but the over is plus money. It's plus 104. The under is minus 136. I would take the over because it's plus money. Um, touchdowns as a stat itself are in, are uh, what's the right word for it? It they're luck based. They're it's a huge variable um, because hey, just look at Calvin Johnson. There was one season where he was tackled inside the five, I think, like twelve times, and he had three touchdowns. I think that was his nineteen hundred yard season. They're they're just they're lucky and. It's a huge variance on being able to get those. I'm going to remember the word for it. As soon as we're done with the show, and it's going to drive me absolutely bonkers, but it's, you can't count on touchdowns being a constant, which is why some of these bets give you plus money, but passing touchdowns for Richardson, considering the explosive deficiencies with this Commodore's defense, I think over is a solid bet just because you're getting plus money. Like I like the idea that it's plus money. I wish it was a little more plus, like a plus 120, but you really can't argue with plus 104. I, I would go over, and even if it doesn't hit, it's still a good value bet. And th- that's where you place like a quarter unit on it, throw 25 bucks on it, have some fun. Like that's one where I would feel good about, hey, if I lose, okay, but it was still plus money. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, I can tell you. I, I already took it. <laughs> I saw plus money and I was like, I, I'm going to take plus money. It's Vanderbilt. You never know what's going to happen. So screw it. Let me make some money. And again, like you said, you know, not a full unit, just a little bit. But thank you so much, Tyler. This was Tyler Fornes. Catch him every single week here on Locked On Gators. And follow him on Twitter at The Real Forno, where he can help you make some money because he's helped me make some money. So join in.